All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, everybody that has ever been participating in any of my channels, period, or any of my like creative mediums, my name is Sean Cross, and this is going to be the first video-based episode for the Anatomy Podcast. Our guest today is going to be Ian. I I forgive me. I um I don't keep track of the other names, not commonly. Um, Ian and friends. All of the archaic epidemic, to say the least, they just released a little teaser that for their new song, Embraced Death, right? Embracing uh, Death. Yeah, Embracing yeah, embrace death. death. Okay, so like future, pre uh, future tense. Lulu, I'm from the future, but the song will be releasing on the 22nd, and that is the main reason we are doing the podcast episode today, or yesterday, basically, since it's Sunday. And uh, yeah, enjoy this little snippet and be sure to stay tuned with all their social media outlets will be, which will be down below to say the least, but later guys. But they uh, they are a relatively new project, um, and I mean, I definitely wanted to have them on, be one of the first people to sit down and talk with them. My gentlemen, yeah. my dudes, how are you guys doing today? We're doing good, man. Yeah, how man. are you? Vibin. Not too bad. Vibin. Yeah, vibing. Definitely yeah. vibing. Uh, I'm like thoroughly exhausted after, like, I didn't even expect to accomplish it, but, you know, acquired my first vehicle last night. Nice. We were there until like yeah, 10 Round or 11 p.m. It's yeah, like it, it feels good, but I'm freaking exhausted. So <laughs> adulting. Yeah. Well, dude, congrats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it's, that. I appreciate that. You guys heard it first. Of adulting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And now like infinite freedom. I can go anywhere in the United States. I just got to get right. wings now, and then I can go to different countries now. Oh man. But <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, we have two different sections for the Anatomy Podcast. Um, I'm not sure if you gentlemen have had the opportunity to look at the older episodes, listen to the older episodes with To the Grave, Greg Gilbert, and Devin Duarte of Worm Shepherd. But we have two different sections. The first section, we're getting to know the souls, the people that make the project possible. These are the individual pieces that make the, the, that make the whole, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. We're learning how you guys became musicians, like the first thing that said, you know what, music is the thing I wanna do, that type of thing. The second part will be the true anatomy section of the podcast in which it, this will be up on Spotify relatively soon compared to the video uploads. So not to worry, we're getting that under control people. I know I've been failing with that, but it's okay. Um, it, it, little bumps in the road to say the least. But with the second half of the anatomy podcast, we will be discussing the band project itself. What does the name mean? Where did it come from? Why was it decided that the archaic epidemic was going to be these guys' next big thing or the next step in their career as musicians? But let's go ahead and start off with part one, which is going to be the people, the souls, the pieces of the puzzle. <clears throat> Boys, take it away. Each one of you, first off, what got you into music? Uh, oh, man. I mean, I guess, I guess I've always kind of enjoyed just listening and creating music. Uh, it's probably probably when I was really little. Uh, I saw a concert. Um, 
my dad and it kind of you know pushed me in that direction where I kind of really wanted to pursue it but yeah um yeah tons of artists have really like influenced me over the years but yeah I just you know just love the art form of it and putting the emotion out there for it right definitely how about the rest of you guys <laughs> uh, I mean I've always been around music my whole life so it's kind of been around it you know and then yeah, my 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 dad he just loved a lot of music um most still does but um uh, he, he never played music but just a bunch of cool stuff you know a lot of old stuff you know Jimi hendrix black sabbath all the you know everything that started everything for metal yes. but um yeah and then just like playing my music <clears throat> music myself as a kid you know mm -hmm. finding my own stuff that that really got me excited you know and from there just been going at it ever since yeah, hell yeah. And please do forgive me real quick. Let's get associated with everybody involved in the call. We got Ian on the right, but I do like, please forgive me. Um, introduce yourselves by all means, like as people, like what are your names? What do you do for the band? Because we, we know Ian, like we know Ian's the, the face, he's the singer, he's, he's the pretty boy, but let's get to know the rest of the guys. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I play guitar. Andrew? I'm Luke. Can you Luke. hear Luke? Luke. Yeah, yes. can you hear Luke? Yeah, no, I, we can hear Luke. Okay, uh, awesome. A little bit soft, a little bit background, uh, but no, he's good. He's all good to go. So, Ian, Andrew, and Luke. Ian, Andrew, and Luke. All right, we're recycling that now. Recycling good information. So, uh, continue, Andrew, or uh, were you kind of done with that little answer and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the gist of it. You know, I, uh, I got into things like band, you know, in school and all that picked up a guitar so my brother got one i was like wow that's pretty cool and then i would go in his room and i would steal it you know <laughs> so i was like wow that's pretty go cool i try right? to put it back like okay this is exactly how he had it but of course i didn't put it back right so he knew but he knew because you know he would always i think he tried to tie the strings together <laughs> and they're all bent out. i'm just kidding <laughs> how about you luke ditto <laughs> literally Everything he said is pretty much me too. Right, for sure. So real quick, I'm trying not to like clip the mic. Um, Ian, I yes. got a big question for you. Just like kind of reviewing over everything. Yeah. What was like going back in time, uh, briefly, the story of Betrayer, I guess. Just kind of like right back in time. Time yeah. machine and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But just the story of Betrayer? Yes. Yeah, well, actually, um, I mean, originally me, Kenny, and James were in a band before Betrayer. It was called A Throne Left Empty. And um, then I left. I was going through some stuff. And uh, I left. And then I think James told me at one point, like, yeah, we're starting this band called Betrayer. And I wasn't in it initially. They had another vocalist. Mm -hmm. um, but Luke actually was before me. Um, so I really came into it kind of late, um, but the final piece. yeah, final piece, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but, um, I don't know, Luke, Luke would probably be better to, I think, I think it was literally, it started out as an online thing. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and they just wanted to make just like aggressive, you know, down tempo, uh, beat down death core. Yeah, really beefy stuff to say the yeah, least. Yeah, got them, uh, <laughs> and got Arby's and, over. There. <laughs> oh yeah, and and I remember when um when James told me about Betrayer, they had already recorded a demo of uh, Locus, 
Mm. Uh, they did like a pre-demo. It was just like the first like minute of the song. And I remember it was just like a clap of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, that's sick, dude. But yeah, Ideally, like I said, yeah. yeah, I mean, like they had someone uh, before me um, and he didn't work out. And then Kenny hit me up one day and was like, hey, like, do you want to, you know, do vocals for Betray? And I was right. like, oh, fuck it, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean. Hell yeah. yeah. It's very, very solid project. And for, for what it counts, um, I did enjoy the content and the music that Betrayer did distribute. It seemed like very, very solid stuff. And I was more than excited to hear that you were like starting something new. Like despite yeah. whatever reasons happen, whatever happened, like you're yeah. still making music. And this is what oh, the yeah. archaic epidemic is. But kind yeah. of full circling back to like the people itself that make the project, I guess uh, kind of like a cliche, almost high school level question for each and every one of you guys to answer um this would be your biggest musical inspirations if there are any individual bands or artists musicians etc that inspired you to do what you do and inspired you to contribute what you have to the archaic epidemic yeah. what are those and why i guess or who are those and why not what are those uh, a, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh i mean like for me at least i mean there's a wide variety i mean early on i mean it was probably 80s metal you know like like stuff like that and of course like i said too, like my dad had like you know like 90s rap going on in the house as well but yeah uh, probably the the biggest one surprisingly is probably asking alexandria dude uh, i know i know i know i'm gonna catch some shit for it but oh, dude, dude whatever, like i i always like their uh their their energy and and you know and <laughs> you know their swag on stage and yeah like um, yeah and of course like that's changed i mean they still are probably the biggest influence for me at least uh at that's least really cool actually like that, but yeah like it's, it's funny too because speaking on on behalf of asking alexandra they are technically an az vocal band yeah and i uh for their self-titled <clears throat> pardon me back in 2017 there was a party uh over in scottsdale which is kind of like a richer part of town but to say the least, um, me and a friend of mine had the opportunity to sit down and just, like, talk with all of them for, like, hours. And oh, it was super cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, like, basically, not only that, but when I was living out in the middle of nowhere, apparently two of their members lived out there. So yeah, they would man. be shopping at the store I, yeah. I worked at a couple of times. I'm like, oh, wait, Bruce? He's like, yeah, man, yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah. cool. Dude, like, I met – well, because, I mean, everyone that knows me knows, you know, that dude, I love Danny. They're, like, 100%. He's dude, iconic. He's like, yeah, dude, like, he's probably, like, one of my, like, 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 there's a lot of vocalists that I, I like, look up to, but he's probably, he, you, you all can always, like, circle back around to Danny for being. Exactly. Um, but, 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 yeah, but, and, but like I said, you know, like, things change, and right now, you know, like, at this point in my life, it's definitely more heavier stuff, you know, like, yeah. death, core, death metal, and Oh, yeah. Like that, but, Hell yeah. But, yeah. How about you, Andrew? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Like, I, I, I have, like, a huge, like, metalcore background, kind of, like. Yeah, with Ian. So like, um, it's like a bunch of bands. One, a big one, like, that really got me going was like Asley Dying. You know, mm. just hearing that, just Dog so band. cool. The breakdowns, everything, just syncopated. It's just mm. so heavy back then. You know, mm -hmm. and still a lot of that stuff still rips. Yeah. But oh um, yeah, like that Acacia Strain. Yeah, Vincent mm -hmm. Bennett, just a beast. A uh, Whitechapel, Phil yeah, Bozeman, so sick. Alex mm -hmm. Wade, like all those dudes are sick. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a lot of a lot of metalcore, really. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. 
a lot of a lot of metalcore, plenty of deathcore too. Like they're yeah. really just powerful deathcore roots. Oh, yeah, Whitechapel, like Whitechapel. I don't think there's going to be an episode of this podcast specifically where I don't hear Whitechapel mentioned. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it's freaking they were nuts. Huge. They're iconic. Yeah, yeah, they're, well, yeah well, I remember, they still like, are. Like when I was in high school, and I was still in my you know like metalcore phase in high school, mm-hmm. and. I remember, dude, like Whitechapel. <laughs> it was like, oh my I, god! I think I think my first like introduction to deathcore was uh, this is exile or uh, this is exile. Or... Yeah, it might have been this is exile or something. I can't remember uh, what it was, but it was them and All Shall Perish. Oh yeah, that's another oh, one. Yeah, All Shall Perish okay. was a bop too, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, I yeah, never like... really gave them a listen. It was more yeah, or less yeah, like dude. the really. Yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah, hell yeah! I'll listen to them then. Like oh, yeah. basically, in a nutshell, um. Speaking on behalf of like that background and stuff, I, I try to be as vague as possible. That way it's all about the guests and stuff. Um, but basically, I went from like a Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens thing, okay. right into Cannibal Corpse, Marilyn oh, wow. Manson. Like, I, it was it was really funny. The story behind it being that my best friend's mom was like, well, you're, what is this baby music? And like, <laughs> she just showed me the other stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, this is really cool. But it's a little bit much right now. I yeah. remember thinking Slipknot was like psychotic and the devil and I oh, music yeah. video Sid was actually chewing off his fingers. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like, those are definitely different times. And now um, definitely a lot more comfortable with that. Hey, so, I still get down with sleeping with sirens though. Dude, dude yeah, it, it's a groove. Sometimes yeah. it's a groove. You got to really I, feel that. Yeah. I usually tell people I I don't tend to like to you know pigeonhole myself. If it's good music, I'll I'll listen. Oh, to for it. sure, man. Exactly, I completely agree. How about yourself, Luke? Tell us a bit about your musical background. <laughs> I, I'm more the metal side yeah. of things. Death metal, yeah. black metal, thrash metal. First okay, band dude. I was ever in was a thrash metal band. Um, pure, just that speed. I love speed metal. I love anything mm. fast. Um, and I think with because you were asking how that relates to archaic. I, I bring, that's what I like to do, is more the, the speed side of things. You know, even even like Iron Maiden, um, the old school heavy metal, a lot of the bass lines I write, that very old school heavy metal. Uh, yeah. That was always my background is, um, like, I found death metal, a lot of stuff like Cannibal Corpse, mm-hmm. Deicide, um suffocation things like that on my own and right it just right. opened the whole world for me and that's always been my i mean i love deathcore i love metalcore i listen to it all the time i love it yeah but as far as my background it's definitely more in the metal yeah like the classic death metal roots yeah, where absolutely. everything came from absolutely that's where my yeah. shit came from i think that's a the uh, beauty with that that we find in each other is that we all have our thing but we all also like all of our things oh like like, you know what i mean like like i obviously can get down with death metal and black metal and stuff like that and you know like all of us kind of share this like cohesive like it trying to bring all of our influences together and yeah it's just you know it's been a blast right and like that's the most important thing to me like i have not had the opportunity to sit down with thorough musicians who are like maybe not into deathcore or black metal, yeah. um, but they're able to create it. Like I've, I haven't had that opportunity yet. And so like, I really think to all the bands and that's one thing among many that I do this podcast for is just like kind of getting that question answered. How do you make music per se, if like everybody has such, I don't know, different 
subgenre prefer um like i don't know uh, um like they prefer different genres simple as that well we and all like, like each other's genres yeah like exactly yeah exactly but because it the influences is within each yeah. of us and that's what we hear yeah and then we put it together that's my and thing. you just like, blend yeah. it together yeah you yeah. throw yeah, it like into a, a mutual... subgenre blunder yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy because like we'll listen back to the the stuff we have mm-hmm. and you can definitely tell it's a cohesive sound but you could definitely almost hear all the influences yeah. but it but it's in a darker you know deathcore sound yeah. it, it's so crazy and i don't know I yeah like, no it's it's really cool it's really yeah. cool and like that's that's the beautiful thing about being in a band is that sense of like resonance and like how many yeah. like how the the chemistry of all the band members can like intersect and just create this masterpiece create this new innovative way of doing what is metal or deathcore or metalcore like all these subgenres yeah. and well, stuff we all know each other to the yeah point exactly one of us comes up with something that's like oh dude he's gonna mm-hmm. lose it when he hears yeah. it yeah. <laughs> riff, he wrote riff or something yeah and he goes uh, very black and it, he yeah. goes he goes he goes luke is gonna shit that's the thing too is that it's awesome because we know when when all, all of us gonna click when all of us are gonna be stoked yeah. on it and we know yeah. when one person probably won't feel it and then we'll just work around that we'll while trying to it, yeah. right exactly feel. and to all of our listeners hell it like if you're in my position and you're like trying to figure out how am i going to do this how like how do you like function as a band how do you function as one unit to create such like interesting music mm-hmm. i'm it's it's here people the source is here yeah. that's that's what we do this for <laughs> among other things but Let's see. I'm I'm trying to think. Um, let's see. I noticed that with the Den of Wolves. Um, I'm I'm sure one of you guys saw the reaction I did and like yeah. how I was talking oh, yeah. about oh, a narrative. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Awesome, bro. We I appreciate it. it. Yeah. it yeah. <laughs> right back here on the casting couch. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so to say the least, um, there was definitely an impression I received that there is a narrative continuity maybe being started or like something that's kind of vaguely there. What is, is there something going on there narratively with what you guys are planning to do for the archaic epidemics first step as a band? Mm. Yep. That's a good yeah. question. Yeah. You picked up on it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. yeah, man. Yeah. 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 There definitely is. Uh, uh, yeah. That is crazy. They, they picked up. Yeah. There's definitely a narrative that they were trying to tell and, Mm-hmm. um hopefully it'll resonate and uh we kind of set out i kind of floated this notion like look i want this to be real as possible you know it is home as hard as possible but yeah, in the most and, healthy way like yeah and, <laughs> yeah and like we we have a couple tracks that that are that yeah it it, it fills in that narrative more mm-hmm. and um well really the whole yeah but yeah, yeah okay cool yeah. yeah hell yeah man so like i don't know uh let's let's kind of like get as far in there as possible without revealing yeah. too much are we looking at the um a real story retold are we uh, looking at a kind of fictional uh narrative that's based with realistic mechanics like what are we looking at with what the archaic epidemics first step narratively is going to be um probably yeah probably say yeah the uh yeah it's probably more of a I mean, it's not really a concept. Well, I would say it's like it's it's a 
a fictional story based on reality like yeah. the last one that he was right yeah yeah everything's based in experiences and things that you know we've gone through or yeah. witnessed but told yeah. uh throughout the music yeah so right you you know front to back you're gonna yeah it's gonna kind of bring you through that yeah it's, oh yeah it's, it's basically a, a journey um to some type of enlightenment yeah um, hey, that's what's important. Enlightenment, getting yeah. woke people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that's no, that's that's really cool. And the thing is, what I really enjoy about our scene, not saying like no other scenes in music do this, period. Because that's not true. I'm sure it's happening in other places. But like distance uh tyrantophobia continuity, yeah. that's exploding. Aeons of yeah. Oblivion, shameless plug that comes out like what june 11th or something yeah. and we will have them on the next anatomy podcast episode which i'm so hyped for um and i mean there's ty the tyrantophobia continuity yeah. there's the post-human project by bring me the horizon like just all of these very very complex stories that are based off of experiences like you guys are saying yeah. or they're just like, yo, you know what? We can't really copy and utilize destiny properties. So let's make yeah. our own version of that. Yeah. That's, that's, it definitely yeah. feels like that's what Distant is doing because they had the song Hellmouth. And I'm like, the boys yeah. in Distant have, have killed it. Yeah. With they really have. Marketing and you know stuff like that. Exactly. Um, I completely yeah. agree. But so. let's see. Um, I think, I'm, I'm not even sure. How, how many minutes has it been, my guys? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, um, shoot. Is there a way to check? I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think for sure. Um, were there any stories? I guess uh, th this is like a lyrical question, more or less. Um, Ian, you are the main man behind lyrics with the archaic epidemic, right? For for the most part, yeah. Yeah, right. they'll, they'll help out too. You know, like right. So speaking on behalf of that, I guess, uh, I guess the archaic epidemic's lyrical content, has that been the most, like, is that the work you've been the most proud of thus far? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I think it, I, I think because I remember with Betrayer, there were things where I I felt felt like I not that I couldn't do, but that I didn't do. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't because you know, like with Betrayer, with the EP, we we're going more like a, a um, concept type of thing. It didn't really have a meaning. And I remember I I was so emotional with everything that I, you know, like I just, I wanted to create a real, a real feeling with the lyrics. Um, and I just dug in inside of me and you know, I just tried to paint it as good as I can. And right. Yeah. I, I really, I really do think this is my proudest, at least for me. Yeah. From I mean, that's, that's point. what counts is that yeah. you're not like, you don't feel like you're walking backwards yeah. or and even. Yeah. And, and I wasn't like, I, I tried not to be, uh, you know, scared to write about some things, which mm -hmm. it kind of helped, you know, like with the whole, you know, like fantasy mixed in, I guess. Yeah. Like it kind of, but, but yeah, man, yeah, definitely, definitely proud of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's what counts. Um, I think we've been like, we've, we've thrown up quite a bit of time into the, uh, the first half of the podcast. So now it's time for like the marketing questions, the music questions, the band questions, blah, blah, blah. So diving into what is the anatomy section of my anatomy podcast. First question. I always ask this, the name of the band, the archaic epidemic, how did that originate? How was that created? Well, 
<laughs> I've actually had that name for years. Like, I think the page actually was created in 2012 because I just had it and I was like, yeah, that's, I want to do something with that one day. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. It just kind of resonated with me. Just something, just something ancient, you know, that mm-hmm. is overwhelming. I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just really resonated with me. Right. Just right. The words. Um, but yeah, no, I've had that for years and, and we were starting this up and I was just like, it just felt right, you know, for mm-hmm. this project. And that's yeah. what you do. You go on what feels right. You don't think about it too much. You got to go with your instincts. Um, I know that like with, with my own project, there, there was a point in time to where it was like a 36 word name, similar to uh, the, the secondary Volvidonia project. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> um, to say the least, it wasn't graphic by any means. It was more yeah. like, um, and I, I might still do it in the future for the more like culty side of the fan base or whatever, <laughs> but like, it, it was really cool. And the thing is people were like, ah, you should name it like a one word thing. And I'm like, well, 50 bands are doing that right now. So yeah, yeah. how original is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you got to go with your gut. You got to go with your instinct. And especially with art, like it's art. If yeah, you feel yeah. it, you feel it when you don't, it becomes, well, not art that you can love per se yeah, compared yeah, to if you're just like fuck it and you just like do whatever you want you just relief no stress no burdens no weight no pressure like boom bada bang baby that's how the best stuff in the in music is made in art is made well Um, and i think i think that we were like thinking it didn't take us long to come up with it because i remember i I think we were like thinking about it for a couple days and then he brought up you know like archaic epidemic that you know and like i have heard him talk about it before and i was like all right fuck it. right yeah hell yeah no, I, I, I love the name i love the name and as a graphic art designer i love the logo it's not too much of the yeah. old english font just like yeah. jam-packed in there it's yeah. got its own little spice it's yeah. nice it's, it's very similar to the aesthetic that the lorna shore logo fulfills. yeah yeah, yeah dude 100 well, well, kalen killed Soccerman, it yeah. yeah kalen killed it and i was really stoked to work with him because i never worked with him for any logo stuff or anything and yeah of course you know like he has his reputation of his, you know, and it was it was just awesome to work with him yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. cool stuff and like yeah speaking from a, a marketing standpoint i guess as a band how did you guys think that uh for example ian's fans with betrayer or the betrayer fans how did you guys think that the band would be received at first? Like, did you have any anxieties? <laughs> did you have any like, ah, oh, fuck, this ain't going to work as well as we're hoping it will? Uh, yes, well, kind of. But I don't know. It was just kind of like, huh, I wonder, you know, because it's just like from one extreme to something a little bit more broad. Because Betrayer, it was very, you know, down tempo, you yeah. know, slam, yeah. you know, just kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> beefy, yeah, yeah, for sure. But very RV bad. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> But um, this is just a little bit more broad. Yeah, you know. Like, uh, yeah. So it, it's got the death core. It has some parts that are kind of slammy, not as you know, just like Betrayer. But you know, mm-hmm. it kind of touches on all these little things versus just kind of being one. Yeah, one yeah. avenue. So, and I think, like, also, like, for the, from that standpoint, is that I mean, hearing some of the stuff um, outside of what we have is that it, we kind of sit back and we're like, man kind of very unique sound like yeah no it is while while retaining some form of familiarity not really with like betrayer but 
just in the metal scene like you know it's not anything that's gonna like knock your kicks off or something but i think it's definitely like something that's very new yeah um, no hell yeah i i like sorry sorry no 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 no, i was done (laughs) um to say the least i remember obviously my first impression um and like i remember i think one of my favorite things about it was how continuous you were with the kind of narrative growl screaming technique in which you're 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 quite literally telling a story and you happen to be adding heavy vocal spectrums to that i love that shit that was really really cool and it's like it's very similar i would say to the aesthetic of like the i don't even know what they would be called but like um when they had the old theater plays and you had the guy just like kind of describing everything before the curtains unleashed yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Same thing, right. same thing. Yeah. And that's, what's important. You got to have your audience. You got to have their attention. You got to have yeah. their absolute focus. And if you don't, they're like, oh, I'm just hearing blast beats or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just hearing blast beats and growling. No, you are literally narrating with yes. Dickie Allen esque growls and just like big focus and all this other yeah. shit. Like it was really yeah. cool. So, um, so the, like the band name, pretty, pretty like generally, it was just like, you know what, resonating with it. As far as the beginning impressions that you guys had with the archaic epidemic, there wasn't really any anxiety, there wasn't any pressure, but it's like, ah, let's see how it goes. Like, whew, fuck it, let's do it. So, yeah. there, there, there yeah. was anxiety though. There was a little bit. I mean, because. It was something new, you know, different, especially mm-hmm. with me and him. Mm-hmm. It was far, far different from yeah. what we were doing. Well, and I think with with like any band, when it doesn't matter who you are, yeah. like you could be, you know, you know, on top of the world as far as in the scene. And if you have a new project that's coming out, you're gonna have that like anxiety mixed with I don't know. Like I know people are gonna you know like it, but is it gonna be something that resonates and yeah yeah well honestly release day in and of itself is always stressful oh yeah if you've been a band for years if you're releasing something new there's stress there yeah oh yeah you bleed for this shit yeah and you hope people Mm -hmm. understand what you're doing well and like let me put it this way i i I never get nervous uh before a show Mm -mm. but i always get nervous when i release music (laughs) right right yeah i know that's completely understandable because the thing is as open-minded modernized like just kind of centered in space and time our community and fan base is you got plenty of people you got plenty of fractions who are just well gatekeepers and it's it's always going to be a thing unfortunately and when you manage to acquire the traction, the reception of mm. said gatekeepers, mm-hmm. that's really the most stressful thing about being a metal musician, I would yeah. feel. Yeah. Is people are like, why aren't you as heavy as the album you released 15 years ago? <laughs> Example being Whitechapel, yeah. Iron Maiden, or any of those guys. Like, yeah. why isn't why is Cannibal Corpse, why is Corpse Grinder singing now? What the fuck? Yeah. And they're just like, well, I'm an artist. I'm yeah, not, a, I mean, I'm not yeah. a musical slave or anything like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Gotta keep growing. Yeah, you know, and like keep growing. The thing, if you're if you're kind of pigeonholed, or not, you know, like in any you know mean way or anything, but if you're pigeonholed yeah. in a certain genre, and if you if you have a 15 year career, let's say, mm-hmm. in that 15 years, do you think your songs are gonna sound exactly the same? 
hell no <laughs> not if you're like, not if you're working to grow and become no, better, yeah. and better yeah, every it's, day you know, like you're basic gonna, human evolution you evolve. exactly like you're gonna try different things out you're gonna try to break the mold somehow you're gonna and some things may hit some things may not but yeah at least you're trying and with like with the whole exactly. white table thing i think people you know overreact sometimes yeah. i i think there's, i think phil sounds great yeah i think they're still i love this scene and, oh yeah Absolutely. i think it has a different dimension well and like here's the thing it, singing has become more and more of a thing now in deathcore than ever not, before not like metalcore but like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like there's still you know like you have bands like shadow of intent and exactly. exactly so it's like look y'all just <laughs> i get it it's a, it's I a new love time early white chapel yeah i love them they're like absolutely but i mean i think they still bang and the thing is, like, just speaking on behalf of the Valley, which that's been out for what, like, two years now? Uh, released wow, or yeah. three? <laughs> oh, I think man, it released probably. back in. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's been it's been two years, but quite literally, I think that is the most straightforward album made by a deathcore band. Literally, half the album is true stories. He was literally yeah. willing to write a song yeah. about how his mom passed away. I love it. Like it's fucking real. It smacks you in the face. It's like, whoa! I love real these people. Stories. Are human exactly. And these and I think as human. an artist, you need to be scared to 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 write about your story because I think that's yeah. where the best material. Exactly. When it scares you, when you get the butterflies in your stomach, when, for example, you, you guys as a band, as an established band, a new band based off of like an older project and other things, yeah. like. When when you feel that nervousness in your chest and like, you know, there is security, there is a sense of security. Yeah. You're not like expecting to have to be stoned socially per mm -hmm. se, but like it's definitely a risk. That is what makes art art. Yeah. Counterculture is literally a risk. That was a risk from the very start. Us as a yeah. us as a, as a modernized counterculture with all the steps and all the, the boundaries we are constantly pushing. That's the beauty of it that's the beauty of it it's rebellion that's literally how you describe it best is rebellion and that's the coolest thing about it not because it's like edgy rebellion it's like no you got to push yeah. the boundaries you got to yeah. evolve that's well, what that was uh, let me cut you off no you're good you're good you're fine I was like, that was the thing with dan like we approached it like we just want to make it big we want to go all out we want to do you know whatever we can and the whole like cinematic aspect of it is just like let's just go for it you yeah. know like, like like let's tell the story like I don't see like too many music videos with that kind of stuff in the beginning, but that's, it's what felt right. We're just like, you know what, let's just do it. Yeah. Let's shoot it that way and yeah. tell the story. We love know? getting creative and, and, and really it all comes down to, we, we, this is another thing that when we started this, we said, let's make content, let's make music that is big enough to play and big, you know, like basically like not saying like arena shows but you know like big sounding yeah, bigger audiences just no holes yeah and and exactly. the same thing with like video like if we're going to come out with a video we want it to look as cinematic as possible mm -hmm. as real as possible you know people yeah. may skip through it who cares yeah whatever you know it <clears throat> You know, some people are really impatient, so they just gotta like yeah. zoom through everything, <laughs> see if yeah. they know what they're listening to per yeah. se or know what they're watching. Hands down, though, I want to say, um, for like the person that helped you guys direct the music video, I got serious Ice Nine Kills vibes. Like that, it reminded me of like almost all of the Ice Nine Kills music videos, oh, and really? that is, oh yeah, in every avenue a compliment because I mean, quite literally, their last album was about their singer 
like being a lot of different murderers or murderous uh, yeah. villains and stuff. And it was just cool. It was cool. It was interesting. It was innovative. And yeah. like now we in our scene are kind of doing that same thing and we're bringing that same expectation. Yeah. That is change. That is yeah. progress. That is the next step forward. So um, kind of speaking as vaguely as possible, any details you guys do not want to discuss, you don't have to at all. Um, what are you most excited for with this upcoming EP? Mm. Which there, there's no dates. <laughs> um, oh, hell, man. Let me just to get it out, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, real. yeah. No, I feel uh, that. There's a lot. Yeah, like there's a lot that I'm excited for. I think, I think literally just baseline answer would be it, he, letting people hear all that we have to offer. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And because I don't, th I don't think we're we're, we're a one trick pony. We we're, haven't shown all our cards yet. Yeah, either. and like, yeah, I'm so and hyped. Like, <laughs> I think, yeah, and and I think the first couple of songs, you know, like with embracing and stuff, it is that you know very familiar and 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 with them, but it's that like that very familiar metal feel. But there, like, like I said, like there's some things on this that said, I think will kind of shock people and. Definitely take yeah, I'm ready not, to be electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's some big sounding stuff that I'm really, you know, very grandiose that I'm yeah. stoked for, and some heavy moments that are just stupid and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm all about stupid heavy. Yeah. Like, we're, <laughs> yeah, we are all about stupid heavy here. <laughs> um, so if if I'm remembering correctly, me and you were talking about this briefly, Ian, and I'm not gonna like say anything that. Does not need to be said to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um, you told me that with this next single, that is when you're gonna be unveiling the rest of like the details for the album pre-orders and stuff, right? Or is that gonna be a little mm -hmm. bit later? Well, that was the initial plan, but uh, we kind of push it back. Oh, we have a new plan. Okay, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. It we 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 kind of decided that you know, like what we wanted to do and um kind of cemented it, but yeah. uh but yeah, we have, we, we have some exciting things. Oh yeah, I'm sure you guys do. Um, let's see, Dream Tour, like hands down. I'm sure Ian and like the rest of you guys, because of the projects you've been in before, you guys have had plenty of experience with touring. Um, but you know, it doesn't hurt to dream. It doesn't, ha it doesn't hurt <laughs> to like take the next step and be like, wow, I wish I could open for Behemoth or something like that. Yeah. So like, Hands down, dream tours or maybe even a headline tour with buddies that you know that are slowly developing from the very bottom. Yeah. Um, dream tour lineup, maybe three or four bands, each one of you go. Like, <laughs> I'm have to think. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I'll start. Uh, I guess, let's see, Shadow of Intent, Lorna Shore, and Sounds of the Swarm. Okay. Yeah. That'd be fun as hell. And, okay. And if I'm like trying to go like even bigger, probably yeah, Behemoth. Oh, yeah. Even if oh, we yeah, were man. opening up and, and we got a 15 minute set. Yeah, no, it counts for something. <laughs> it counts for yeah. something. Yeah. How about you, Andrew? Oh man, all right. Um, so yeah, I'll do I'll do two tiers. We'll do, we'll do that too. So um, we'll do that. I'll probably say I put signs, and within destruction, I think that would be Fuck, sick. Yes, that'd be um, cool, man. And then, oh. like next level, I would say architects. Yes. Thy mm. art is murder, mm -hmm. and us. I think that'd be cool. Architects, yeah, dude. Sick. Architects. Burial, and, yeah, oh, and after, after the burial, burial. Yes, after the burial. That would be please. so sick to tour with that. <laughs> yes. Oh my God! Please <laughs> what, actually, sign me was, up. 
that was going to be mine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That was going to be my final. I just theory. picked this pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, nice. but, um, I mean, yeah, signs, Lorna Shore, and fit for an autopsy. That was fuck yeah. My, fuck yeah. And then next level, definitely like Die Art and After the Burial. Slipknot. I think. Yeah, Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot. Fuck yeah. Dude, it's about so that tough for like questions like that, yeah, man. Dude, because there's so many good options. Yeah, man. like within destruction, mm-hmm. brand of dude, sacrifice. This, oh, brand, brand is fuck killing yeah. it. Brand is killing brand, it. Dude. Traders, I would love the tour. Oh, Traders, yeah, love yeah. they've dude. been silent for a little bit. Not gonna lie, but yeah. like I'm waiting for them to just explode because yeah. I know Steven's oh, yeah. been cranking shit, and yeah. Alan's just like on a, a magical journey right now, apparently yeah. in the U.S. Oh. So he's just I doing his Chris own thing. Posted something about them being over there. I thought I saw Chris uh, Witted post about them. Yeah. Oh, Chris really? Tonight. Yeah. Ooh. Pretty sure. Gotta give a shout out to our boys in Mental Cruelty. Mm-hmm. That would be another book. Yes. With them. Yes. We're going overseas, definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Overseas. Definitely. Definitely. Overseas, heaven shall burn and mental cruelty. Yes. Oh yeah. Heaven shall burn. I have not given them enough time, but I'm I, aware oh, of them. They're, 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 they're so good. Oh, yeah. dude. They're but good. let's see. Um, let's see, let's see. Speaking for what you guys have done so far, what do you think is going to be the most important step? Um, within like the next two months for you guys period just like getting the the album well shared and all or that ep or whatever you're doing ep EP. yeah well yeah and like i said dude like we have lots uh, of surprises around the corner we have a lot of aspirations (laughs) that's for sure Mm. and yeah definitely the ep is number one i think finding out ways to market Yeah, you know, yeah. very very interesting ways being smart, being smart, and and being creative, and yeah, man, uh, just trying to full send it really. Yeah, yeah. maximum effort. Yeah, guaranteed. I'm trying to become the best, you know, you know, band members that we can be, and yeah, best know. versions of yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's in, that's what's most important at the end of the day, as musicians, as artists, and as businessmen. Yeah. Like, y- y'all might not be wearing tuxes and stuff and, like, wearing <laughs> fancy rings, but the thing is, it I'll is I'll wear that next business. time. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, that's actually a pretty good session, to say the least, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, this was Sean Cross hosting the Anatomy Podcast, in which this will first be on YouTube. And guaranteed, this will be episode three on Spotify. Make sure to follow the artist profile. This was the Archaic Epidemic. We got Ian, we got Andrew, we got Luke. Thank you guys so much for your time today and giving me the opportunity to represent you guys as like probably like what, one of the first people to interview you or something of that nature? Yeah, Yeah, number two. Number two, okay. Second place, that's (laughs) that's for something. (laughs) (laughs) But to say the least, you guys be sure to have an awesome night and stay tuned because next weekend we'll be having Distant and then not even kidding, but the next weekend after that will be Mental Cruelty and I'm so fucking hyped. So y'all be sure to say hi. I will, I promise. I love Big hugs, because he's hey, a tree of a man. I was gonna say, tell, is, him, tell him I will climb him like a tree. Tell him. <laughs> again, again, again. Hell yeah, man! Uh, uh, yeah, dude. Then, well, thank you for having us on, man. Yeah, like, oh fuck cool. yeah, man! 